Hello and welcome to the JR Show podcast. Very special guest on this episode of the JR Show podcast. I call her a double threat because she is hilarious but also has the ability to say something that can just um, help you in your faith. Like you'll, people who can say things that will just impact your life forever. Hope Darst is definitely one of those. She's a part of the Belonging Co. and has been with them since they began. Uh, big church out of the Nashville area. Enjoy this conversation with my dear friend, Hope Darst. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. I am JR, and let's please welcome today's Thursday afternoon chat. It is the legendary... Hope Darst. Hello. Hello, JR. I can't. I can't even pretend like we haven't already been laughing <laughs> for like 45 minutes. That they just ushered you in. I know. I feel like if it's And nice. that I have a team of people that would usher people That's in. That's right. You're that, <laughs> yeah. you're like that big time that like, it so, was a whole thing. Yeah. I never go get my own artist at the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I never open my own door. No. No, I'm just kidding. Mostly because I'm a germ freak. They know I won't touch it. But really? Is, Are you a little bit of a germaphobe? little is <gasps> thank you oh. um it's actually i feel like my germ of like i when i first came to the joy fm i had a hook that would attach to my keychain and so you There's push a, a button that went through my brain like oh, I, yeah. I just immediately imagine like hook from peter Pan. it looks like that <laughs> oh and it it tucks into the key fob thing and you push the button and it goes and it's a hook so that you can always grab a door handle which when i walk up on a round door handle i'm like you guys didn't think of this <laughs> Because I'm sitting here just clawing <laughs> a metal tennis ball knob. I just imagine being the person behind you, <laughs> trying to like just watching you try to get in the door. I know if I put this hook around this knob, I can. So, like, how long has this been a thing for you? Well, I stopped after a couple of years because I'm like, wait, there's so many germs on this hook. I'm putting it back into my pocket Ooh, every yeah, time. That's, a good point. that's when I became a sleeve guy. But the pandemic sort of mellowed me because once oh. I got COVID a couple times and was fine, I'm like, you know. Maybe this isn't so bad. Maybe I don't need to have a hook. Well, the hook was a decade gone. It was already gone. It was done. Oh, yeah. Okay. But just being a germ freak in general, kind of, I feel like the pandemic almost solved a lot of my where I'm just like, ah. Well, I mean that's kind of good. Yeah. I'm not a germ person, but I'm easily grossed out by dirty things. Okay. So like if you go into, um, like a like you know these like fast serve what do you call them like fast service where you can still sit down restaurants. Oh, so not fast food. It's not but fast food, but it's like, you know, it's got like a bar, like Chopped or Cava Payway. or Chipotle or, pay yeah, any of that kind of stuff. You could eat here, but you're going to be sitting next to people who are running and grabbing and going. Yeah, but it's interesting because like if I go through that line and that buffet, like there's just food oh, yeah. everywhere. Like I mentally, I'm like, I'm out. I can't, yeah. I can't do it. Like I, there's so many restaurants like I've like that, that I've walked into, gone in line with my family to order. Yeah. And I see how like just there's cucumbers and the tomatoes and there's... You just like, all, and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not hungry anymore. So it's not like a germ thing, but it is like a dirty thing. Right. And that's probably like, how else are they going to like not oh, yeah. spill food into the other thing? Like they're not even doing anything wrong. It's just visually. I'm like, I'm done. I was about to say, well, we can land on the moon, <laughs> but we can't solve <laughs> things like this. Like how can somebody use tongs at a salad bar? I don't know. And I don't know. Like a plastic, like in the doctor's office, they don't put the same 
thing on your tongue that the oh, previous person that's like true. let's just make new ones made it out make it out of wood replace replace why not out of why not reusable tongs in a salad bar oh, stuff like that yeah what what i struggle with is buttons that are pushed by everyone like the oh like an elevator button elevator how have we not figured that one out or the credit card machine where it's the same you know like the numbers uh but one that gets hit every time yeah i do appreciate the new like tap like with the card oh yeah because like you don't have to touch it if you don't want to but it is it is a funny thing like when my husband and i met my friends knew i was kind of weird about i was weird about sharing food yeah can't share food that's just too far like if you want my food have at right. it here's my plate i don't want it back like yeah. just don't give it back to me and so when i was dating my husband i went to the movies with him and my best friend and he was like i'm gonna go get snacks and we're like we'll go get seats and i just wasn't thinking about it in the moment and he comes back and there's only one drink with two straws and popcorn yeah and my best friend like could see like all the wheels turning in my brain of like what is she gonna do because <laughs> like i wasn't about to share that drink with him oh sorry there was one straw one drink oh. one straw not two straws <laughs> and i was like oh i mean i'm sweating like yeah. i'm sitting in the seat and i'm sweating and i'm like i you know what i gotta give in like did you know what this is the moment i think this is the guy i'm gonna marry this is gonna be fine like yeah. i'm like going through all this in my brain so eventually like i just i shared the drink with her and after the movie she walks up and she goes you're gonna marry him aren't yeah. you <laughs> like that's how extreme <laughs> i like not sharing was so now i don't care i'll share with Wait, him whatever this person went on a date with well, like, oh. it was a bunch of friends okay so it wasn't just the, it three, just of the three of you yeah there was okay i just like stuck to the main characters it's like that's she's, that's a great friend she's like i'll, third, I'll third just wheel. come with you guys <laughs> that's true and i'll drink well, from the same became, straw <laughs> she became my best friend because i went on a date with her cousin and he we didn't know each other it was almost like a blind date so he yeah. brought her and her boyfriend at the time and by the end of the date that date I didn't even remember his name. Like I just basically connected with oh, her. Okay. And so I got like a best friend out of that blind date. Oh, and good. so, you know, it good. worked out fine. So I think she was like, you know, I'll go on any date. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Let's drink from the same we drink, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Let's establish a couple of things in this okay. room right now. Uh, let's talk about the green screen. Um, at the end of this interview, I'm going to be handed an envelope and it's going to <laughs> alert you and me because I don't know what the background setting is that we've been talking in front oh, of so this whole time. Oh, so we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, it is. It's actually green, so I can't see anything. But online and socials, they're all seeing it. They're all seeing it. We just don't know what it is. <laughs> That's so really funny. It's, it, it, you know, it could be a horrible setting. What's it been before? Uh, we've had things like being on the moon <laughs> or uh, we've had a Circle K parking lot. Ooh, what about a Bucky's? I haven't done. We haven't gone upscale <gasps> yet. Done a Bucky's. <laughs> you haven't gone upscale. We started with That's fancy town. <laughs> we started with an old '76 station with two pumps, and we'll work our way up to there. Bucky's. You'll get there. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have it on a Bucky's costume in one of these pictures. I didn't want you to think we were that bougie around yeah, here. Yeah, fancy. Um, I went to one for the first time this year. Oh, really? Me too. It was very overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> it's overstimulating. What's funny seconds. is that I end up getting. The same thing every time, but it's something that you can get anywhere. Anywhere. I didn't get anything. I couldn't <laughs> land on anything because yeah. I was just like, "There's so much happening. There's a jerky bar. There's a fudge bar. There's a barbecue bar. Yeah. There's home goods." And I, then, like, I just couldn't. I couldn't I, do it. I've been about six times now in the past year. Oh. And um, I have a theory, a conspiracy theory, <laughs> that all those people are staged. 
They're not real. Because it's... They just move from Bucky to Bucky? It's always... They're paid actors. And it's always the same volume of people, no matter what time of day or night. You can't it move. crowded. They're running around. They're excited to yeah. be there. They're all fake. <laughs> they're all hired. <laughs> they are hired actors. If you watch, right before they hit the back employee room, they're like, oh, gosh, it's my break. <laughs> and they go rest in this lounge. Somebody else comes out to replace them. I was very disappointed in myself. I went like the week before Halloween and it didn't even cross my mind to get the Bucky's like mascot costume. Yeah. I could have been that for yeah. Halloween. I didn't think about it. So maybe I'll, I'll circle back in 2023. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but watch, watch them. I'm going to watch all the people now. The, the day I really knew this apply. was real. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, I don't know if this music thing's working out. How are y'all hiring? <laughs> You're talking to the to the cashier going. Where do I? Where do I sign up for this? You know. <laughs> Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> the day I knew it was real was when I finally went to go get one of those um, pulled the sandwiches. Oh yeah, the pulled pork sandwiches. Uh, because I'm like everybody's walking around with one of these. They must be amazing. So I got one. Then I saw it was nine dollars, and I'm like, <gasps> you guys are all fake. None of you nine would pay nine dollars at for a this. gas station. Yeah. I wouldn't pay nine dollars at an actual restaurant. Yeah. A little sandwich, and I'm like, nine bucks. These people are fake. I was just like, who has a jerky bar? Yeah, that feels weird to me. It, I like that, but again, I'm cheap. Yeah, and I'm I don't like, want, yeah, I'm honestly, just give me a slim jim. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, slim I'm a slim jim girl too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk about this wheel. Okay, okay. This wheel, we're gonna spin it th- uh, throughout this. I think you and I should just chat because I think we don't need a wheel. We but, don't. Um, better than this so, wheel. Yeah, so we're <laughs> so there's lots of questions. There's general questions, there's questions specific to Hope Darts, there's fantasy world questions, there's a prize. We oh. that somebody Like you, I win a prize? Yeah, you win a prize. Or someone else wins a you, prize. Oh. Not one of the listeners. <laughs> the prize is you. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's just give it a go here. Okay. Yeah. I just, when I saw this wheel, I asked you if this was wheel unfortunate from anyone who follows Dude Perfect. <laughs> and I'm still scared. Like as soon as I like yeah. Roll this. Yeah. It's just gonna flip, and all the all the see sudden. all the darker color ones. <laughs> yeah. That's where we I throw can't something. I can't what it says, so I'm curious. Okay, here we, we have go. An electric shock that we put on you. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna find out if I have weak wrists or not. That was a better spin. That's good. That's good. Oh, it's so close. Oh, there we go. Oh, prize! Hey! hey. <laughs> wow. Oh, the confetti machines broke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Would you rather? Hope. Okay. Would you rather be in jail for five years? No, I'm going to skip this one. <laughs> Would you rather be... Nope. Would you rather... <laughs> Would you rather have landed on something else on the wheel? <laughs> you would have rather. <laughs> Would you rather lose your sight or your memories? If you had to pick. Oh, my memories. Because I've already like... I have Blocked trash memory out. anyways. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, already I'm, halfway I'm there. I'm like halfway there. Yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ninth grade. His name was Billy. <laughs> that started it all. Would you rather swim in a pool of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? Syrup. Okay. Nutella. You can't swim in Nutella. It doesn't move. You can do a lot of things <laughs> when you're like. You have imagination. Well, no. Uh, what's that called where you could lift a car? A- oh, adrenaline. Well, adrenaline. Why would I have adrenaline if swimming I was in, in Nutella? Well, if I was in Nutella, I would have a panic mode like I'm stuck. Yeah, and adrenaline saying, would kick in. No, I would just be like, I'm stuck. Yeah. There's no point in swimming. At least in maple syrup, I can like move. Mate, could you though? 
It's not like molasses. I feel like in Nutella, I would panic. Like, I'm stuck, and I would turn that into butter. <laughs> like, like, I would move I like so... It's, it's close to butter already. <laughs> if you shake it, would it turn to butter? Um, I don't know. Syrup, also, I feel like you could go straight to the bottom of the pool. Maybe. I feel like... Have you seen, and speaking of Dude Perfect, have you seen that episode where they make the guy like swim in syrup and then they uh-huh. like just throw feathers on him? <laughs> like, it's the new tar and feathering. Yes. Syrup and feathering. I was like, I was stressed watching it. I was like. Do you think that would come off in one shower? No. That's probably a part of your month. Yeah. Like I, you're, you're stuck with feathers for a while. Everything you touch. <laughs> just, <laughs> like in Chevy Chase Christmas Vacation, he's reading. Yeah. No. Uh, let's okay. go one more. Would, you, right. would you rather be 11 feet tall or nine inches tall? 11 feet. Okay. Let's break that down. <laughs> There's no vehicle you can ride in. You're stared at. I don't need a ride. I'm 11 feet. <laughs> My stride when I run gets me everywhere. Nine nine inches just makes me think of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And yeah. that like, gave me nightmares. Oh, yeah. Like At 11 feet, no one can accidentally step on me and kill me. So you're not going to die, but your life is going to be, everybody's going to stare at you. Somebody's been 11 feet before and they made it. Oh, really? I mean, I'm assuming. I What's thought, the tallest person I thought that's nine ever lived? Was, I feel like eight something was the cap. Really? Have you heard of this story called David and Goliath? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, who knows how tall he was? He could have been like seven feet. I think, and that was like a giant. I mean, I think they do they know in history how tall Goliath was. I think they can break it down. Oh really? Once it hits meters, though, and stuff, I'm out. Oh gosh, no! Actually, my kids were telling me about like the metric system the other day, and they're and I just like I was like, "What is our system? I don't. It's not the inches system. Like I know that's not the name of it. We're the feet people. (laughs) We're feet and inches. What is our? Do we know? Does anyone know? Do you know? Uh, Celsius is that a thing? No, that is. And oh Celsius yeah, yeah, yeah. Temperature. Yeah, yeah. And we are not Celsius. You guys use meters. We use Celsius. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> wow. Clearly, we are not homeschooling our children. <laughs> I'm a community college student dropout. Well, I'm a, I'm a college dropout too. Oh no, I'm community college. <laughs> I mean, that's a different level. That means I paid and change. <laughs> and I went to LSU and dropped out after three semesters. Oh. Would you, you're not old enough to have gone there when Shaq was there? No. Okay. I appreciate that you don't think I'm old enough. That's why I purposely said you're, it wasn't a confident you're not, but I did say you aren't old enough. It wasn't confident enough. Let's, um, okay, let's give the, uh, the wheel another spin here. Oh, the anticipation. General. General. Okay, here we go. These are meant for any of the guests. This wasn't specific As if to general me. is some Latin word <laughs> that I threw in to throw you. <laughs> general. Okay. Um, actually, I've not asked you this. I've asked a lot of artists this over the years, but I just love this question. Okay. What was one of the perks of one of your parents' job growing up? Oh, okay. So my dad was a pastor and that just you know it kind of meant like you just had all always had access to whatever snacks 
Oh, yeah. We're like in the kitchen of the church. Like no one was stopping the pastor's kid when you're like swiping a Coke. You yeah. know, like no one's like, you can't have that. And like immediately you would just be like, it's my dad's church. You just don't touch bread or juice. Yeah. Grape you don't juice. need the bread. And the, like don't steal the communion yeah. like stuff. That's, I feel like that's, that's just, gonna be ooh, there's lightning that yeah. comes in that situation. But yeah, I would just always steal the snacks from like the kitchen and it was great. We always okay. had those like little animal cookies oh yeah you know what i mean there was like a plethora of those and then that little round cookie that had the hole in it i don't know what that was called it was like it looked like a flower i yeah. ate my weight in those things <laughs> <laughs> still shows <laughs> no i'm Wait. just kidding <laughs> were you talking the the animal cookies that have no frosting or the pink and white these had no frost are you kidding i was born in the 80s <laughs> we didn't have frosting yet <laughs> And it was the church. And it so, was the church. That was expensive. That was bougie. Yeah, with the sprinkles. <laughs> yeah, that didn't. We didn't get those. Okay. We just got like the literal like animal box in the Barnum and Bailey. Yeah, that looked like the circus. Yeah, yeah, that's what we got. Okay, I loved it. So, do you? Did you get access? Is this where you cut your vocal chops? Having access to the church. I mean, I did get, I mean, my dad was putting a microphone in my hand by the time I was three. Okay. So he was like, sit me up like on a little chair and make me sing a song like at the end yeah. of the sermon. So, yeah. And, and would that have been so. uh, what was that show before American Idol where it was uh, like Michael Jackson was on? Like um, there was a big talent. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Star Search. Star Search. <gasps> that shows our age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are kids that are that can reference American Idol like my parents were but into my American ki- Idol. <laughs> my kids can't reference American Idol. That's how oh, like wow. they're now like voice. the voice or masked singer or or an America's Got Talent. Yeah, that's really like their thing. So yeah, yeah they're like. American Idol, huh? <laughs> I tried out for it once, didn't make oh, it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What process? Well, like I won like a local talent like competition with the radio station or the news station. Okay. And so they're like, you get access. You don't have to wait in the line. Ooh. And they're like following me around with cameras and like drop me off in a limo. I don't even make it past the first round. <laughs> so you can imagine like walking out. They're like, how did it go? <laughs> didn't make it. Got a free and, ride. Like immediately the camera's like <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they don't you know. even give you the limo ride home oh gosh no no that was we were done <laughs> they were like looking for the next person who <laughs> was getting through <laughs> that's just crazy all the perks go away yeah it instantly. was like an immediate curtain <laughs> down <laughs> that's great um all right let's um if Every pastor at a church in your church got sick in one one weekend and couldn't make it in, and they called. This is actually a serious question. Okay. <laughs> and they called your name up last minute. Hope, could you come up and and talk for thirty minutes to the congregation? What do you think you could share about from the heart that's happened that you'd be like, yeah, I could talk for thirty minutes on this to these people. I mean, the scary thing is I could probably talk for 30 minutes on anything. <laughs> so let's be clear. But it is church, so, so this is not Starbucks. Necessarily mean. So everybody gather around because I'm going to tell yeah. you a story about what Nancy said the other day. <laughs> and it- <laughs> I could talk about the moon. I could talk about you know, all kinds of things. Um, no, I mean, I think having grown up in church life and been following Jesus for, you know, almost 25 years now, there's a lot that I've walked. And I think it's always easy for me to very quickly – just talk about the faithfulness of God. You know, there's something that's really beautiful. Eugene Peterson talks about the long road of obedience, like just staying on the road of obedience with Christ. And there's something about, you know, 
every mile marker that you walk with the Lord, you're able to turn around and go, I see your faithfulness there. I see, even if it didn't work out the way that I wanted it to, I can't deny that you were there. You were with me. You were faithful. Your word was still true. And I think for me, that's something that just lives within my being at all times. Like I'm constantly reminding myself of God's faithfulness and wanting to remind people of God's faithfulness. You know, faithfulness doesn't mean we get everything we want. Mm. Faithfulness means that his word remains true, that he remains with us, and he does what he says he's going to do. Not in our timeline, not in our time frame, or in the wish and wants and desires that we all want, but it is always true. And I think there's something, if you get off the road at mile marker 11, because you're just disappointed and frustrated that God hasn't shown up the way that you wanted him to, well, you don't know that mile marker 30 was the place in your story where God was going to be like, See what I did there. Mm. Like, Can I throw in a asterisk? Uh, an uh, 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 no, an asterisk means uh, negates what you said. A plus. A plus. A yes. plus. Because um, I, I always, sorry, I'm trying to sneeze. I always um, couldn't understand how the Israelites could be like. Um, <laughs> I, just, I also want to say, you're just like, I have to sneeze and you're rubbing your eye. It actually helps. To avoid the sneeze. If I push on my right eyeball, the sneeze goes away. Is that for everyone? Yeah. Or just you? Just me. <laughs> Should we all try that when we need a sneeze? (laughs) It pushes the sneeze away. (laughs) Is that weird? We don't all do that? I've never done that, but now I want to. (laughs) Try it next time. I could never understand how the Israelites could watch a sea, like science. And then they end up, like, you are changed forever. Mm -hmm. When you get over there and you start getting hungry because you don't have any food, Mm -hmm. who cares? You saw a sea split. But we are a forgetful people. We, that's what I was going to say. I had some miracles happen in my life past couple of years with addiction and marriage. Like, that was God. It took about six months for my mm-hmm. mind to go to just forget. And I went back into life as normal. Mm-hmm. So you, those monuments, I understand them now. Oh, I totally understand. Oh, I just, love that. Just to stack up. Yes. Those. Which is why God, I, I think he always reiterates meditate on my word both day and night like there's never a season where we get exempt from that because he knows our nature Mm. our nature is to forget our nature is to not have the tangible god that we believe in right here in front of us and so our flesh is prone to wander it's prone to want Mm. satisfaction through something else or or a resolution or a solution through something else and yet it always falls short Mm. it it may be not in the moment but eventually it it collapses and it doesn't work and it leaves us worse off than we were and so that's why god's like meditate on my word know my word i think we have a generation that's really bible illiterate They don't know the nature of God. They don't know the character of God. So they misinterpret context from scripture based on really limited understanding Mm. instead of being able to read the Bible in its totality and understand that like everything that God did had a purpose and it had a reason and it was always for our good and our redemption. There was never a moment of any story where that wasn't part of the story. Mm. But again, if you get off on this detour over here, you don't get the full story. And right. that's the the importance of just a life that says, I'm committed to following you to the very end because I know at the very end so much more is going to make sense than it does even right now. Right. And even if it doesn't all make sense and it doesn't, there's still mystery because he's God and I'm not. Mm. But you can't deny his faithfulness. I cannot deny where God has shown up in my life. Right. I can forget it and have to be yeah. reminded, but I can't deny it. Right. So. That's good. Let's go with the hope. Hope's hope 
Darth-specific mm. question here. Um, let's go with... <clears throat> um, just as I have a routine for, f- f- you know, finding that one magical question that was like, oh, yes, there mm. it is. Um, it's not easy. Those aren't just sitting there a lot of times, <laughs> you know. Um, some days I can just sit in front of a laptop and a great moment will come to you like, oh, yes, this is going to be it. huge. That's yeah. the question. Um, sometimes I need a walk. Oh. Um, sometimes I need a song, you know, like a, a movie soundtrack to kind of just spur. Get you in like an imaginative, creative yeah. space. Yeah. Um, writing a worship anthem that will help a normal person connect with their creator. Where is that place for you that avoids the torture of a blank page? Because mm. these aren't, you're not playing games here. You're not writing a pop anthem that's, uh, right. as long as it sounds good, it'll be fine. No, you're helping people. It's theology. Yeah. This is very mm-hmm. deep. This is life and death to some people. And yeah. when you're stuck, where do you go to start that? Oh, gosh. That's a, that's a good question. I mean, I think a lot of times when you're stuck and you're not, like we, I have a song right now that I've probably worked on the last couple of years. And I just haven't been able to like resolve it. And so I think at some point you just kind of walk away from it and you recognize either that song is going to circle back in another season and it'll be clear how to write that for the church or eventually that thing is going to turn into another song because that revelation or that scripture or that thing that you're wanting to write about for the church at large, it's still sitting within your spirit. So it eventually comes out somewhere or you take it to a friend where you say like, I feel like this is where I'm limited um, and I don't, I don't have full vision for where to take this song. Can you come and partner with me? I think the biggest thing as worship leaders, it's the tension of having to be theologically sound, poetically interesting enough that it doesn't just feel like you've said the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. A, a hundred times already, but yet universal that it's true to yeah. the real life faith journey and experience that we're all walking through. And yet I think for me personally, I try to really avoid songs just being sad and like there's got to be a thread of hope in it, not from a like I'm ignoring the hardship because I don't think that helps either or the, the conflict or the tension of the journey of faith. But at the end of the day, like there is a hope, like our story of following Jesus, there's hope in that. So think if that's, pulled out of the songs then it doesn't make sense the older i get the more i just want to write songs that are straight like this is who jesus is about his character yeah and less about like my own personal journey i was talking to leland mooring one time and he was talking about how like an ancient i forget like what era but it was like a long time ago they would call it high worship and low worship and so high worship was the worship that was like when you were walking into the church and you were singing corporately and everything was like high praise to just praise and glorify the name of Christ. Like it was all vertical. And then there was low praise, which was not, it wasn't deemed like better or worse. They just served two different purposes. And low praise was more of the poetic personal experience, personal journey with the Lord and how that, you know, more artful expression. And I think that was really, it was helpful for me to hear that because it helped me go, okay, there's a place for both. And just knowing what you're called to do, 
each season, right? right? Like I'm, I write with my church and that's always going to be vertical. And then I do records and it's a combination of the two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So like the belongings, uh, cause I do a two hour vertical worship set on Friday afternoon on the joy FM that people just love. Mm-hmm. And it's that theory you described where I'm, you know, uh, faith-based music is sort of turned into low worship mm-hmm. with a Toby Mac song thrown in. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this two hour set I do, I want all the verb. So when I play all vertical, all vertical. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I think of belonging co every victory, Danny Goki, every yeah. victory, you're singing a worshipful song. But then when you go into, I love you, Lord, mm-hmm. it's straight to his ears and it yeah. changes the atmosphere That's in the us. room. And, uh, and there's a place for it all, but it's like, uh, you know, Peace Be Still obviously is like still to this day is like my biggest song, but I won't end my sets with it if I can avoid it. Right. Um, Because it's not vertical. Right. And when I'm as a worship leader, even though like as like if you were living in the mindset of like an artist, right, usually end with like your biggest song in a concert. But I'm a worship leader. And in my mind, I immediately go, well, that song's not vertical. And I want people walking out of this room not thinking about me and not thinking about the, the journey or the struggle that they're in right now, I want them leaving this room thinking about the greatness of our God, the yeah. power of our God, the like the faithfulness of our God. And so it's too, like I put that in my sets yeah. because I do think when you tap into the personal, it makes him not seem like just this distant big God sitting on a throne that doesn't know you and isn't personal and mm-hmm. doesn't understand. Not accessible. Not accessible and mm-hmm. not familiar with the journey of humanity, right? right? So, but it it should lead to something greater than ourselves and yeah. greater than just our our journey, you know, here on earth. Right. So, yeah. Boy, I could talk worship with you and moon landings with you all day. <laughs> Like you and I could probably spend a couple hours at a Starbucks. Maybe we should have a show. <laughs> we but not tell anybody about no, it. No, just for us. <laughs> that's, that's sort of just going for coffee. We just meet like once a week in front of a green screen. And this is how with, we do it. With microphones, yeah, but they're but, not plugged but in. But we never air it. Never Or once. record it. <laughs> Don't even record it. That's the point. <laughs> Someone somewhere's doing that. Yeah, they're yeah. practicing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're preparing. They're preparing in their their hidden season. <laughs> uh, new EP from Hope Darst came out in November. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just a what is EP? EP is five songs or less, right? Is there a definition? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess you could call it an album. It was seven songs. Okay. So I don't know. Who knows what to call it? Yeah. But we're gonna release more songs this year okay. as well so to, new- to like come alongside it and this is hope Darst, not belonging Co. hope Darst, yes okay so new uh we'll let you know when uh, new stuff comes out from hope um and then of course the ep available as of uh just before thanksgiving yeah um let's find out what the green screen was oh, behind yeah. us this entire chat so when people go on instagram see clips what of us chatting to be? um i don't even know what's what's in here we this, don't know the options no could be anything. I've got an envelope that Hope is opening. I'm so nervous. It's going to unveil what the green screen has been. A dentist's office. A dentist's office. <laughs> like a chair. Like what is? I don't what know. Is a, what is the picture video, of a dentist's office? Our, also, that's like the number one thing that people are scared of. <laughs> so I, I hope they're doing a full on crown. <laughs> Okay, no joke. It's not a dentist's office, but my kids got braces last year, and my youngest, I don't know what's going on, but 
every week that kid breaks a bracket, <laughs> like something falls off. I have been to the orthodontist office more times than I have ever wanted to be in my entire so life. So this feels You're going to be right accurate. at home. <laughs> Uh, you are always one of my favorites. Oh, thank uh, you. And, I love uh, getting to talk to you. Yeah. And uh, anybody that wants to hear more Hope Darts, we play a whole bunch more on Joy <laughs> Worship. <laughs> it's, it's almost Hope FM. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. You should consider changing it. Yeah. Haley, you got that? <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Write it down. New uh, year, new name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a prize closet with gifty poos right over there. Gifty poos? I a terrible I don't want a prize of poo uh, <laughs> do I have to edit the word poo uh, pick it feels like a dentist office you know how like you get those like gifts at the end of a dentist office yeah. oh, yeah. is it going to be a fake ring like I you know <laughs> yeah. oh there's like real gifts yeah real gifts spared no expense <laughs> you, oh okay I don't know what it is I'm terrified actually I don't remember Right. All right. Do I get a second prize? Uh, if I guessed it in the package, <laughs> do I get a second prize? Here we go. <laughs> I guessed it! I knew! For the record, this plunger is brand new. <laughs> Are you saying I'm like trash? Like toilet water? You picked it. <laughs> I did pick it. <laughs> They're not all plungers. Now, do you have a room that has no plunger, or do all your bathrooms have one? I don't think I own a plunger. Look at this. It was the Lord. It was the Lord. <laughs> the Lord makes a way. He's <laughs> just always there to clean up our messes. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love She's like the people's woman, like somebody who could be friends with any mom out there. Um, she's just hilarious. Um, love Hope Darst and her work with The Belonging Co. and her worship heart. So a uh, big thank you to her for being the guest this week. Let's just um, throw this out there. I would love it if you subscribe to the JR Show podcast so when we have a new chat ready to go, you just get a wee alert. Also, you can follow along on Instagram. We love it when you tell others about the podcast. And then uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. My next guest is going to be a guy who is another double threat. Um, the hilarious Mike Weaver, lead singer of Big Daddy Weave. He's got a heart the size of Montana. You won't want to miss this next episode, Mike Weaver of Big Daddy Weave. Thank you, as always, for listening. Poop, poop, poop.